Jeremiah is submissive, fear, and huge monstrous dildos. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as simply fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at Dane and Dawn. Awakening.com sites. <laughs> You'll find these. <laughs> You'll find shows on these topics and all things Dane and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So recently, I've gotten a new toy that we're doing our recording on, and uh-huh. just last week I sat with a fellow uh, person who has a podcast, has a couple professional podcasts, and he showed me how to use the toy and change the settings some, and we don't have the mics tonight, but we're just using the toy. It's a um, H2N Pro for those that are really interested. Nice. But he was talking about, you know, how much time I spend editing, mm-hmm. and as I just muffed up our front end... <laughs> You could clearly see I spend little time even thinking about it. Oh, when we first got started, what was that, like eight years ago or something crazy? Yeah. You would edit every little s or or anything like that, anything like that. And you went through a lot of equipment and... And I would download it to my MP3 player and drive around in the car and listen mm, to it I before remember I was... That? And now I just publish the shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not to say so, we don't care. Yeah, but it's been two weeks. It just feels like a week because you were gone for oh, a week. Oh, good point. You went to Bermuda. I did go to Bermuda. So Karen and I, uh, my poly partner, went to Bermuda for a couple of days. Uh, it was a total of seven days on the cruise ship, two days in Bermuda, and then for no clear reason, we followed that with a day in Boston, which... That um, makes no sense to me. No, and it's really not the kind of thing you want to do after Bermuda. It doesn't really feel like the same vacation whatsoever, but... Uh, no complaints there. And yes, I gained about five pounds on the cruise ship. <laughs> so, I, I drank a lot of wine while you were gone. <laughs> well, there you go. So me and Big D started out on a wine trail, had to come back for a family emergency, but that didn't stop the wine. <laughs> That's good. And then a... I don't um, know, it might be five pounds. I'm not stepping on the scale. <laughs> and then in a couple of weeks, you and I will be going on a cruise, but first we will stop be stopping in Orlando at the woodshed to be teaching oh, for the... And, L.A. Orlando. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of stuff coming up, actually. We've got we? um, PXS in, what, 12 days, 11 days, 10 days, something like that. So PXS is in, in 10 days, and then we've got my birthday is the weekend after that. That's sure. a big thing. And then we have a cruise. If so you're a uh, podcast crazy. listener in the Columbus, Ohio area, and we know you, or we like you, reach out. <laughs> And you can get an invite to Don's big birthday bash. It's the big five zero. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I still can't believe someone thought that we were way younger than that. I just got my first birthday card in the mail. It was from AARP. <laughs> <laughs> and we just did our BDSM and aging podcast not long ago. We did. I, I actually had a discussion with somebody at the first Saturday play party at the Columbus Space mm-hmm. um, a couple of nights ago on Saturday. And um, they were talking about aging. They were talking about how they wanted to get into rope, but they had arthritis in their hands. Yeah. So rope couldn't be their thing because they knew their arthritis was going to get worse. So they were trying to come up with something that was low impact on them mm-hmm. so that they could have a skill that would last with them for a long time. 
So that's kind of neat. That's a true top for you. Mm-hmm. Find something <laughs> that they can do and still be lazy. Oh, hell. The one guy I played with at the unconference, he chopped off the tip of his finger, but he could still do single tails. <laughs> he chopped it off that afternoon and, and he still, still did single tails that, that night. Yes. yes. So, Don, before we get any further, I mean, we do have a question of the day, which you are unaware that we even have a question of the oh, day. Oh, I am. And then we are going to get into our topic, uh, which is about being submissive to someone, uh, even when you are not a submissive or something like that. Yeah, flippity yeah, floppity. There, there's a couple of questions in that topic. So, cool. but first off, this is a, a a little of a power exchange sort of question, Don. The question is: as a slave, is it appropriate? To feel, to feel respect, and that's not the question, and fear towards one master or owner. How do slaves feel? Owners, do you like to be feared? Oh, so really the question is, is it okay to fear should your a, master? Not okay, or but should. should you? Should, should, they, should a slave fear, fear their master? my master? Should. Well, I don't like the word should. To okay. begin with, okay? I don't like shoulds. There's no shoulds. Um, but, um, but, but let's take it as, as, as what they're meaning. Should a slave feel fear? You know, I want to say no, but I'm going to flip that in a second. So Because I want to say no, that I would, I would rather serve out of respect. I would rather serve out of love. I would rather serve out of just wanting to make your life easier, you know, that, that's what I want to serve from, from the heart, right? So, you know, slave, serve, for me, you, you know, make mm-hmm. life easier, mm-hmm. respect, love, blah, blah, blah. But I have to say, there are times that I fear you. Uh, I don't fear you. I fear the repercussions of something that I may do. Because I know you'll follow through with it. So, fear, um... If I'm asked to do something and I know it's a command from you, sometimes I do have a fear if I don't think I can follow through with it or something like that. But that's more, that's not a fear of you. That's, I'm processing this. Yes, sorry. I see that. But that's not a fear of you. That's a fear of disappointing you. There's a difference. So I don't know that I totally believe there should be fear. How about intimidation? Or is that a completely separate feeling? Am I intimidated by you? Should I be intimidated by you? I think that's a separate feeling. And I don't know that I'm intimidated by you. Because I feel like I'm a strong person as well. Does that make sense? We just have different strengths. But, yeah, so that that's a... I, fear of dis, I have a fear of disappointing you. And I don't want to say it, but maybe there are times mm-hmm. that I do fear you. I think um, recently I've been speaking with somebody else um, who's new to being in a submissive role to someone. Right. And they describe fear, but it's the fear of revealing themselves, of being vulnerable. Oh, see, I can see that being mm-hmm. new, and I would definitely have had that fear before, but we've been through all of that. Right? Mm -hmm. I think I've already shared everything with you and been vulnerable with you. So, I mean, I'm still vulnerable with you, but it's not as scary as it once was. So, but um, I would be scared of anybody knowing my deepest, darkest secrets, but especially the person that I'm in love with and wanting to serve and 
already feeling like I'm unworthy and now I'm going to share this impactful stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, that in my mind could be too much for you, right? So I can see where that would be very fear-based. But um, but I think, okay, so the thing that pops into my head is when you had to punish me at a leather gathering. That's the type of things <laughs> that I fear, right? But that's more, it's fear of disappointing you and then fear of you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you think slaves should have fear of their masters? I mean, because I don't want to fear coming home 10 minutes late and being right. beaten or right, something like right. that. I don't want that kind of fear. No, you certainly shouldn't. We're certainly not going to, um, that kind of, because a master should be in control of himself, mm-hmm. right? You shouldn't have that kind of fear because it's not an abusive relationship sort of thing. It's not that kind of, I don't know what's going to happen fear, right? right. The, I don't know what's going to set him or her off. I don't know that there's any... I get what you're saying about I fear disappointing. Um, And fear me, it's really tricky, right? Is fear Mm -hmm. really the right reason or right word for that? Or is it more of um, it would upset me to disappoint? Yeah, I don't know because I can kind of imagine, and I, and I know I've been in a situation before where someone is like, you know, well, I'm going to tell your master, blah, blah, blah. And it's not that I have a fear of you being angry. It's still a fear of you being disappointed in me. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's not that... Um, so I'm I'm trying to think because I know like me and Arcane have talked about different things, and um, him just jokingly saying, "Ooh, I'm going to tell your master," and me going, "Oh God, please don't," you know, right. or do it in such a way that I'm not going to get in trouble, you know. But I can't think of a specific example. Yeah, it's tricky because the whole fear thing is based on the idea that, I mean, you don't have to be afraid of me because you know how I'm going to respond. Right. Ah, see, there's the trick. And that's why, so in the, the situation with the new slave, mm-hmm. she'll get over her fear when she can trust that I will respond the way I always respond. Right, and that's what I mean about we've already been through yeah. a lot of this yeah. stuff. So it's more of a fear of disappointing, you know, yeah. because I can still, um, I mean, I'm still human, so I can still revert back to old Dawn at some points. And um, it's, it's very rare, but it could happen, Right. So I would have a fear of disappointing you because I did that, but I already know how you would respond. Or Or if you were, let's say you, you, before me, you were in a relationship with someone who, as you revealed more about yourself, the more they judged you and shamed you and gave you the disgusted look, right? (laughs) Then for you to turn that around and give me that stuff, Mm -hmm. right? That would be a source of fear. Yes. And I don't know that you, see, the trick is, I don't know that you're afraid of me, uh, you don't fear me. You are afraid of how I will react, mm-hmm. which is actually, if we get into some Jungian psychological babble, perhaps you are afraid of yourself. I don't know. 
It could be. So there's the question of the day. I'm not sure what the actual answer to that is. So, but yeah, should you be afraid of your master? That's too black and white for me. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some yeah. people get off on that as a fetish, but I don't want to be afraid of you. I right. had enough of that growing up. So let me, and then I agree, right? Yeah. And, th and that's where the difference is because power exchange relationships by nature should not be abusive relationships. Right. So it's not that kind of fear. Right. Uh, but again, if you know how the person responds, then, and you choose to, you know, react in a way that's going to cause them to respond, and that's what, what your fear is based on, well, tough titty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but really, maybe the fear becomes they won't react appropriately. You know, fear of losing that person. Oh, uh, yeah. You yeah. know? I don't know. So, uh, there's the question of the day. Take what you want from it, old listeners. And respond if you need to. Yes. So, when, where you can do that. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, I tried to segue. So, segue. don't forget what you were going to say, though. So, or, uh, or, uh, Yes. Here's where we would be editing. <laughs> if you'd like to respond about that, you can write us at Dane and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or look for us on FetLife at the group Erotic Awakening. Look for the owners. And that is us. On occasion, we'll check Twitter. Our Twitter handle is Dane and Dawn. Sometimes, well, we would check voicemail if we had voicemail. It is 614-414-2072. Otherwise, contact us as well as we will be presenting a post package episode link to the newsletter <laughs> and if the stuff can be found at eroticawakening.com. Eroticawakening.com. <laughs> Unfortunately, the uh, question of the day actually came from a thread about fear on the FET life. Yeah. And unfortunately, the good discussion was side railed because snarky person one had to be snarky to snarky person number two who responded with snark. Oh, I oh, hate when that happens. Uh, FET life uh, users, you may think it's all fun and games. And it is fun, maybe, mm -hmm. to be snarky. Just understand when you do that, you are no longer a teacher. You're just fucking around yeah you lose you might think your snark is a, a tool to teach people things it's not it's just a way for you to get points or them to get points and to make the conversation about your battling snark skill yeah i don't care with the exception of the fact that happened to be a good thread that got derailed by that yep. anyway hi i had someone there's my, do there's that. my soapbox of the day well i had someone do that to one of my writings Recently, yeah, and it wasn't snarky. That. It wasn't snarky. It was a flat out attack. Yeah. So I mean, it was a mean attack. So and um, you know, some of us on there are writing and and being vulnerable. And if it had been a couple of years ago, that would have hurt me. You know, this time around, I went, oh, huh, he's writing through his filters. And then I had someone text me and told me the same thing. And they're a psychologist, so whatever. <laughs> All right, you want to go for the topic of the day? No, I want no? to tell you about our new tentacles on boobs. Tentacles on boobs? Yeah, that would be since awesome. nobody will send me food on boobs, we're going to do tentacles on boobs. No? Uh, actually, kind of did. I don't understand this one. I did not see Ohio Hedgehogs. Oh, the salad eating the girl? Oh, it was a salad eating, eating a, a girl. girl. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it was kind of like tentacly because it was a salad eating a girl. And it was kind of foody. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of foodie, kinda. so it kind of counts. 
So, and then he sent me an old comic book cover that's also got that whole theme into it, too. So, that was kind of neat. I much preferred TR 0608's tentacle backpack. It looked like a, it was a backpack, like, it looked like a octopus climbing somebody's back. That <laughs> was, was pretty bad. It was, what was it? It was orange and yellow, too, mm-hmm. so it was really bright. That, that was, was pretty awesome. neat. But, but thinking, or, or mentioning tentacles, <laughs> guess what we just got in the mail? We just got donations for the, did. the silent auction. And it was from for Power that, Exchange Summit. Mm-hmm, for Power Exchange Summit, which is sold out, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we're not selling you tickets. It's so, too no. late. But it's at the auction. So anybody that's going to PXS, it's going to be at the auction. There are Bad Dragon dildos. And if you've not seen a Bad Dragon dildo, you really need to look them up online. And um, Because I own one, and it's a tentacle one, and I absolutely love it. So, George, remember all the episodes mm-hmm. about George? We never did find George, but I yeah. do have another one that was given as a gift. And um, what we got in the mail for the silent auction was what? About five dildos, a couple of cock sleeves, a butt plug, and um, the type of lube that these dildos need. So, um, great stuff. That box was so heavy. So, <laughs> And it came in, and it was so heavy, and I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't know who I sent me something. Books. Did you think it was books? Yes. I was like, ooh, maybe it's a birthday gift. And I opened it up, and it's, I'm like, it's dildos! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, fabulous. Thank you very much, Bad Dragon, so if you're listening, but absolutely love the donation for the silent auction. And I might be bidding on a couple of those myself, especially the tentacle butt plug. <laughs> Yeah, we will um, absolutely get some more information about Bad Dragon for you guys. Uh, it was a fantastic um, donation, donation that they made yeah. there. Very much appreciative. And we'll share some more Bad Dragon stuff with you guys because you'll love it. I love their product. Love their product. So very unusual, very, very unique. So, but yay, tentacles. And really quickly, before we get into that topic of the day, uh, mm-hmm. new subscribers to the our newsletter includes the Dab Master from Ohio. And Dan from Washington. So there's another Dan out there. How amazing. There's lots of Dans. So, so let's get into this topic, Don. Uh, the topic came in via a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. And the um, uh, short version of the question is... Or do you want to go into trying I, to do the digest version of this? I'll, I'll try to do the digest version of it because there's actually a couple of questions here. So, um, they want to know if, when one is being submissive to someone, can he or she identify him or herself as a submissive? Um, They feel that they can only be submissive to one person, so they actually kind of describe themselves as a bottom when they play, but they want to know if they can call themselves a submissive while they're a bottom when they play because they're currently not owned. So, you know, part of the question is, does being a bottom automatically make me potential of being someone submissive? And does being bottom automatically make me submissive? So, a couple of questions in there. And, mm-hmm. and I, think, I think for me, first of all, is trying to uh, separate the terminology, right? Being a submissive is a role. Submitting to someone or being submissive to someone is an action. So you've got a couple of different ways that you can use that word. So if I am your submissive, Dan, mm-hmm. then I'm a submissive, right? If 
I have the inclination of being submissive or that's how I identify, I can identify being a submissive whether I belong to someone or not, right? Mm -hmm. And if I want to, I can also be submissive as an action in a scene. Doesn't mean I have to call myself a submissive. I can be submissive. So one's a role, one's an action. Same word. Okay? So I don't know. It kind of feels like she's getting a little confused in that. That yes. if she doesn't belong to someone, then she can't call herself a submissive in a scene. Yeah. Related questions. Uh, does being a bottom automatically make me potential to being someone submissive? Or does being bottom actually make me submissive? Right. So uh, over the weekend at the space, I saw a fantastic scene between two people mm-hmm. uh, where they started off with, um, it happened to be a boy-girl scene, so I'll, I'll refer to them as boy and girl since we don't want to use their names. Okay. Uh, the boy was on the spanking bench and the girl was beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. So he was bottoming to her. Right. Um, Later, I walked by, and they'd flipped positions. And now she was being beaten. She was on the spanking bench and being beaten by him. Mm-hmm. So now she was the bottom, and he was the top. Right. So in that particular situation, neither one of them was a submissive to the other. They were both switches. They were not in any kind of a power exchange relationship. They were just expressing BDSM as play. You can absolutely be a... First off... One of the parts about this is, but I feel, right? So that's important. How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Um, you can be, a, like Dawn said, right? You can be as submissive as a role, or you can be submissive as part of your play, right? You release your power to someone temporarily. You submit to someone temporarily, if you want. But you can certainly just be a masochist and a bottom and have no role, uh, no power exchange, Beyond that, right? Not to submit to them at all. Um, there's no conflict. There's no challenge with that to mm-hmm. me. So, yeah, I don't see a conflict either. I mean, um, for me, though, if I bottom to someone, which is the role that I take in mm-hmm. a scene, if I am the one being done to the yep. bottom, um, I may submit to them. For the scene, mm-hmm. so I may be submissive in the scene, but I am your slave slash submissive. Right. Right? So I belong to you, so I have that title. My action is I, I'm submissive in the scene, but I'm also <clears throat> bottoming. So when you play with me... Yes, sir. Um, are you my submissive? When I play with you, am I your submissive? Yes. I submit in the scene, so Yes. Are you? I thought you were my slave. But I am your slave in a life role. Yeah. But I submit to you in the scene. Okay. So actually I'm doing both. Okay. When you play with uh, Big D. Yes. Do you submit to him? Yeah. There's there's a power exchange-ish in the bedroom. Okay. So, yeah. After the scene's over and you have a nice nap and mm-hmm. wake up, do you still submit to him? No. And you're not his submissive? No. What about when you play with... And I'm still your slave. What about when you play with my submissive, for lack of a better term right now? Mm-hmm. Kay. Mm-hmm. What about when she tops you? Are you sir? Are you her submissive? Mm, I 
submit to her. Yeah, but am I her you submissive? The, <laughs> you switched the question. I don't belong to her as her submissive. Okay. No, but, but do I you am submit su- to her. But I do submit to her. So that's probably the so there's a very straightforward response, right? You mm-hmm. do submit to her. It's an action for a particular set of time. Mm-hmm. You're not her submissive. You're not her life rule. After the scene's over, she can't say, "Go fetch me a glass of water." Right. She can, and you may do so. Mm-hmm. And you can do so within the scene, mm-hmm. but at some point it's over and you no longer have any power exchange bind to Right, her. right. And that's the way it is designed yes. at the moment. So, so to our, our uh, person that wrote in, the options are unlimited. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel that you can be someone else's submissive, either due to the fact you've had a previous master that you haven't let go of, or... You just not feeling it. Whatever, fine. You don't have to be anyone's submissive. You're no one's potential submissive. Right. And being a bottom doesn't make you a potential submissive. Dan could bottom to me. Dan is my master. He could bottom to me. That does not mean he would submit to me. Right? I got a feeling you would not submit to me if you bottom to me. That you would just be there to be bottom. Right? Right. I mean, we know another couple that's master and slave. And sometimes the master wants the slave to be the top. Here's. But he does not submit to her. I got a better one for you. Okay. Do you remember a time in our years back? Uh oh. Where I had you, me, and someone else were playing. (laughs) And the scene was that the other person tied my hands up, put a blindfold Uh, on me, and told me, stay on that couch. Just stay right there. I do remember this. And then she. Did a variety of naughty things to you. She fisted me. <laughs> and all I could do was hear it. Yes. And I could not interact. Yes. Or was, did I submit to her? Was I so her submissive? You were not her submissive. You submitted to her. You submitted to her request. Yeah. The difference being, I chose to submit to that request. Right. And had I chose to stop submitting to that request at any point... I would have faced no repercussions. No. Beyond not getting a nut. Right. (laughs) Which I would have got anyway. So that's a great example of the Mm -hmm. difference between being a submissive and submitting and how the two things are completely separate. Right. And it didn't open you up to being a submissive at all. Or make me potentially her submissive. No. Not at all. Didn't change my life role at all. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I made a choice. Yeah, sure. I'll I'll play. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There's your question or there's your topic of the day. Uh, boom, done. So, and there's the that, podcast. I hope that explained it a little bit, though, with the, the way terminology can be used a little bit different and how it can be confusing. Submissive, submissive. Sure. So. And, and the challenges, you get into a variety. You know, there's different definitions for each, and then you get on FetLife, and everybody's defining it differently, so, and, and, and different and books and such. That can be confusing, too, is if, if she's not owned and she labels herself as submissive, you know, people are going to, jerks are going to get on there and go, well, if you're really a submissive, yes. then you'll submit to me or, right. you know, something like that. You are perfectly allowed to put out there that you are a submissive. You're an unowned submissive, and that does not mean you have to listen to anybody yep. until you choose to make that choice of who you want to be the submissive of. And, and what I would actually uh, recommend to our partic- this particular person I would suggest to you that you identify as a uh, Pluto. Can you do that? Can you write in your own? No, you can't. Oh, on FET. 
But when people then say, well, Cluedo, what's Make that? Make up a word. Yeah, yeah. then you said, here's, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a bottom. I'm a masochist. Um, I have submissive tendencies, but I'm not anyone's submissive, nor am I looking to be. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, is that what that word means? Or they'll be dicks and they'll say, oh, I knew what that word means. I've just never heard it pronounced that way before. Well, no, because I made up that kind of thing. Well, you've made up words a couple of times to cover people in your collar. Yeah. Because the other words just didn't fit. Right. So, yeah. And there's nothing like using ancient Sumerian against someone. And then telling them they can't look it up. Yes. All right. Hi, Bat. Um, <laughs> so that will be the podcast as we are running out of power on our various things, including ready to go to oh, sleep. I'm down to 1%. 2% here. Sleep, quotes. We're going to go to <laughs> sleep. You just got back from a trip. It's time to reconnect. Absolutely. <laughs> our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. You're currently listening to a song called Wind. Oh, someone's got to twat us because the official EH water, we don't have one at the moment. The person we've seen most recently is Not Sweet Girl and Platinum Bubble. The current sender of tentacles is from Ohio Hedgehog. And the other person that sent us the backpack, I didn't get the name. The TRX7. You know who you are. (laughs) The provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer and Good Witch of the North. And the official food that goes on boobs is still Satin. 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 Sorry, blurry eyes. (laughs) Bite on. Bite in.